Enough is enough. We, the people of Lancaster, demand change. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Robert Enos. I am running for Lancaster City Council. Change is here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. And I am so glad that you are welcoming me back into your home, to your car, your office, wherever you're at. Thank you for inviting me in. Hey, uh, today is Tuesday, January 9th, and today is our National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. So I would just want to say how much I appreciate our local law enforcement, our law enforcement in general. I want to say thank you to everybody out there that puts their life on the line and does their job and does what they're supposed to do and, and, and lives up to the oath that they took. So I do appreciate you and I appreciate the what you do for us. I appreciate the way you uh, handle and conduct your business. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, it's interesting. Um, I put out a little video clip on my Facebook page recently. As you guys know, I'm running for Lancaster City Councilman uh, office here and I put out a little clip just telling our local law enforcement how much I appreciate them. And then, of course, the usual haters come out of the woodwork, out of the dark, and start hating on me and, you know, accusing me of different things. Oh, so you appreciate these law enforcement. What about other law enforcement? I appreciate everyone in law enforcement that's just simply doing their job. That's it. Upholding our Constitution upholding the laws of the land, I appreciate you. Now, are there a few bad apples? Everywhere and in every line of work, of course there is. Even in my line of work, my primary job is that of um, church leader, a lead apostle, lead pastor of a local church here in Lancaster. There's a lot of bad apples in my line of work. And some people even say, I'm a bad apple. Hey, whatever. My point is, those 99% of all law enforcement that I know of, especially 100% of the ones I know of, but at least 99%, 95 to 99% are really hardworking, doing their job, putting their life on the line. And to each and every one of you, I say thank you. I truly appreciate you. I truly appreciate what you do for us, what you do for me, what you do for our city, what you do for the citizens here in Lancaster and in whatever city that you're in. And I would say this also to others in other countries. Now, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I know that there's other countries that don't hold the same values that we do here. And that would mean that often, maybe not always, but often the police officers in those towns, those cities, and those countries don't, well, maybe their nuts is not the best, okay? But those, again, that are upholding the law, taking care of the citizens, and just want to keep people safe. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. And I will tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, that when I am in office in Lancaster, when I'm on that city council, I will do my best to work with our local law enforcement, our sheriff's department, and our police department to, to make our city a safer place for our citizens. I'm sick and tired of crime. I'm sick and tired of the nonsense out there. So with that, on this day, National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, 
I want to read an article. Now, this article was actually put out three days ago on January 6th of this year, 2024. It's on Daily Wire, and it's by uh, Leif Le Le Mahieu. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I've often said this because, as you know, I am a preacher. I love the Word of God, and I've learned to say most of the names, those big names, those big Hebrew names in the Bible over the years, but it's taken me a long time. And I often wondered, God, why didn't you just have your people like name Instead of Methuselah, Mephibosheth, and people like, like that, why can't you just name them Bill, Bob, Frank? Then it would be easy for me to not just read them, but understand what I'm reading. So I do apologize to the writer of this article. I believe the first name is pronounced Leif, L-E-I-F. The rest of it, I butchered, I know. Forgive me. Anyways, the title of this article is A Stain on Our Society. Record number of police shot in 2023 report finds. This article goes on to say there was a record-breaking number of law enforcement officers shot in the line of duty in 2023, according to report from the National Fraternal Order of Police. So in 2023, we are breaking records for how many police officers have been shot in the line of duty. Now, this is according to the National Fraternal Order of Police or FOP. So if you hear me say FOP, I'm referencing Fraternal Order of Police. It goes on to say that in 2023, there was 378 officers shot, a 60% increase since the FOP began tracking data back in 2018. So in 2018, they took the number of uh, police officers shot in the line of duty. And since then, there's been a 60% increase in that number since 2018. (coughs) It goes on to say the data also showed that 46 police officers were killed. These horrifying statistics are a grim reminder of the war on cops in this country, a stain on our society, the FOP said. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before I read the rest of this, not too long ago here in our neighboring city, which if you know the Lancaster-Palmdale area, Lancaster and Palmdale have in many areas, like grown into each other. So it's almost one city, not one city, but (laughs) at least one community. We had a sheriff deputy shot and killed right in front of the sheriff department in Palmdale. And um, it was heartbreaking and it still is very, uh, it's one of those sore spots when when, when that subject is brought up. It's a sore spot in our entire city, but especially among our law enforcement. And as I've said, I really appreciate and I uphold and, and appreciate our law enforcement so much that even the vigil the, that they had following, I believe it was a Friday night or something. But anyways, we all went down. There was thousands of us that showed up at the, at the uh, sheriff's station in Palmdale. And wouldn't you believe it? Well, anyways, I won't give out any more than that just right now. But uh, it, was, it was a moving, sobering evening. It was moving it was it was one of those shocks to your system when we heard i heard about it that night and then of course the following days it was just it was as if i personally knew and i had met this deputy one time one time only but it was so um heart-wrenching that it was as if i knew him it was as if we were very close friends and that's just the way it is in the law enforcement community and people that love the law enforcement 
it, it's this, they call it this brotherhood and it really is. Not that I was in the brotherhood, so to speak, but I certainly had a heart and a passion for them and what they do. So it was heart-wrenching, ladies and gentlemen. So when I read this, it hits home for me. And I can only imagine what the friends and the family and, the, and those who, the fellow deputies that worked alongside, his name, they called him Clink. His name was like Clinkenberg, but anyways, Clink. Those who worked with him and knew him very well, even today what they're going through, especially when they drive off, that, uh, off the station uh, grounds into the streets to go do their job, what's going through their mind? Really, what's going through their mind? What's going through the mind of the loved ones of, of those deputies? And it was, it's was it been several years, but we had a, a deputy out here shot and killed execution style. Do you know how heart, ladies and gentlemen, how heart-wrenching that is when the ones that are putting their life on the line to protect us are gunned down in cold blood? Uh, anyways, let me continue reading this. It says, last year, over 330 police officers were shot in the line of duty with the COVID-19 pandemic behind us. And after so many Americans have seen the tragic consequences of the defund the police movement, it was our hope that these numbers would be a high watermark, FOP President Patrick Yo said. We were wrong. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing my best to stay on track with this article to read it to you. But the whole defund the police movement and ideology. I can't tell you just how foolish and ignorant and stupid, just flat stupid that is. Defund the police. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have this radical increase of um, our police officers being gunned down in the line of duty, partially because of defund the police. But crime is on the rise everywhere and in every way. Even here in my own hometown, crime is on the rise in a very ugly way. Why? One of the biggest re- motivators and, and reasons behind it is because of this defund the police mentality. They put their life on the line. And with less funds coming into our local police departments, they're dying. They're overworked, overstressed. Their numbers are low. And they're being gunned down in the street because somebody wants to defund the police. And it isn't enough. It isn't bad enough when just some citizen who's angry and has nothing better to do with their time, says defund the police. But when representatives, elected officials, get into this defund the police or this anti-police sentiment, it's mind-boggling to me because crime is on the rise. And what do they do? They keep pointing at the police when it's their own policies. Their own policies are creating this. So ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that I promise to do is work hand-in-hand and very closely with our local sheriff's department and do whatever I possibly can do from the place of that that position in the city council to to strengthen our um, local sheriff's department, our deputies, give them what they want, what they need to do their job, and to basically, if nothing else, be an encouragement to them and let them know that they have at least one advocate, one person in the city council that will work with them and appreciate them. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I, I know I'm getting frustrated because it is a place, of, it's a place of passion for me. Then when we have people putting on their, their lives on the line for others, and then to have uh, uh, groups of people that we vote for, putting offices come by and say, oh, by the way, we're going to defund the police. We don't need them. And then crime starts rising. And instead of shifting and changing their policies, they get even more shifty 
in their personalities and in their character and try to shift the blame somewhere else instead of looking in the mirror and saying, that person that I'm staring at in the mirror, he's the problem or she's the problem. I need to reverse these policies, get our police departments funded again, get them trained again, get them the equipment they need so that crime will reduce. Because when you start defunding the police and start bad-mouthing the police in our media and from these elected official podiums, what happens? The criminal gets emboldened and then goes and guns down the very people putting their life on their line for you and I. It's not a mystery, ladies and gentlemen. When the criminal is emboldened because we have weak leaders, everybody pays for it. And the first people to pay for it are our police officers. Why? Because they're the only, sometimes the only defense between the criminal and the citizen. So ladies and gentlemen, we need to turn this around. Anyways, let me, let me get back to this article. It says, there were 62 officers killed in 2022. Yo said that fatalities were down due to improvements in medical trauma, science, and anti-ballistic technology. Many will often look at the data and just see numbers, but we must remember that these represent heroes, fathers, mothers, sons, and daughters. This scale of violence against our officers is horrifying and simply unsustainable, Yo said. It is no wonder that our profession is facing a recruitment and retention crisis. What father or mother would want their child to become an officer knowing the dangers they face every day? The FOP also said that police were targeted in ambush-style attacks. There have been 115 ambush-style attacks on law enforcement officers this year. These ambush-style attacks have resulted in 138 officers shot, 20 of whom were killed, the report said. The report did not measure the amount of times police officers were shot at but were not struck. At the end of the report featured the names and pictures of those officers who were killed by gunfire this year. Yost wants Congress to pass the Protect and Serve Act, which establishes a new criminal offense for knowingly assaulting a law enforcement officer and causing serious bodily injury or attempting to do so. Truthfully, The violence against those sworn to protect and serve is beyond unacceptable. It's a stain on our society and it must end. Yo said it it is incumbent upon our elected officials and community leaders to stand up, support our heroes, and speak out against the violence against our law enforcement officers. Anti-police sentiment speared or spread, I'm sorry, through the United States following the death of George Floyd in May 2020. Some cities moved to defund their police departments, but later backtracked as violent crime increased. Oh, go figure. You know what? There is no excuse for it, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, George Floyd, they were mad. They wanted to say something. We're going to defund police because we think police are bad. Listen, that is the most asinine thing that I've ever heard. It's ridiculous. It's just just so... It's actually wicked and evil, completely. Well, George Floyd, yeah, George Floyd. That whole thing was tragic. I agree. It was a tragedy. But you don't protect the citizens in a city by removing the very people that protect the people of that city. Because once you start removing the police officers, the sheriff's deputies, who moves in and who gets emboldened? The criminals. Why did crime increase when you started defund the police? Because it emboldened the criminals. Listen, we were shouting that way back then, even before crime started rising. So it's not like you didn't know. And it's not like these elected officials didn't know. They were playing politics. 
and people lost their lives because of it. This isn't just an article about police officers. I know the primary uh, target or the primary subject of this article is police officers being gunned down. But what about all the citizens that were gunned down because of uh, emboldened criminals? What about all this smash and grab that's going on right now where, where these, these, these gangs of young people will walk into a market, walk into a store, go into a mall and just start grabbing things off of the racks and walking out with them, grabbing shoes, grabbing whatever they want and walking out because nobody's allowed to stop them anymore. And unless it's at least here in LA County, $950 or more, they're, they're, they're not prosecuting whatsoever. Cashless bail. They're just letting criminals out. I mean, this is ridiculous. So even our, our officers are out there putting their life on the line, arresting people, and those same criminals will be out of jail that same day. This is ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. This is ridiculous. And again, and I, I, I'm trying not to make this sound like some campaign message but the reality of it is I need to turn this into a campaign message to just to show you my heart and to show you what I want to do when I'm in the city council of Lancaster. I want to work very closely with our local sheriff's department and law enforcement, our police department. We have a police department now in Lancaster and it's supposed to be growing in numbers as far as officers. I want to work very close with both of them. And one of the things that I want to ask of them is make the arrests anyway. Oh yeah, that person might get out. But you know what? There's going to be an arrest record. And believe me, if that person gets out and they get emboldened, they'll be arrested again and again and again. And then when we finally have a DA, a district attorney, worth his or her salt, okay, then that person gets arrested again? When we have a decent DA, they're going to look at the arrest record and go, this person was arrested three, four, five, ten times, whatever it was. No, now he's got to pay for it. Now he's going away for a long time. And get those bums off the street. Get those criminals off the street. That's what I'm standing for. That's what I'm pushing for. And I want, and if Gascon happens to be in office, when I'm in office, I want to work with our law enforcement again. Get all those arrest records and send them to Gascon. Now he's not having to deal with hardly anything because he simply doesn't want to do his job or do it correctly. So he's telling him, don't even bother arresting them. No, I want... I want even for the smallest of crime, the criminal, to be arrested, have the paperwork drawn up, and sent to the DA. So that when the DA shows up for, the, for his job at 9 o'clock in the morning, he has a stack of paperwork on his desk that he has to go through. He and his, the people in his office have to go through. Yeah, he's probably going to shoot them all down, but I want to frustrate him. I want to show him, listen, this is what your policies are doing before when you didn't want us arresting anybody you may have to do what 10 20 whatever it is but now you got to deal with a hundred 200 500 a thousand whatever it is it doesn't matter and let him pick through it let him go through it let him see with his own eyes what his policies his failed foolish ignorant stupid policies are doing and the citizens and our local police officers our local sheriff deputies they're the ones paying for it with sometimes with their own lives, sometimes with their own lives, because all his policies are doing, his defund the police policies, his anti-police policies, all they're doing is emboldening the criminals to be just that, criminals. And now their activity is increasing. 
And it's no longer just small petty things. It's going to bigger and bigger and bigger crimes. This is disgusting, ladies and gentlemen. This is disgusting. And especially on the day like this. This is, this is supposed to be Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, which I do appreciate you. But we shouldn't have to talk about the death of so many of our officers on a day like this. We should be able to celebrate. But I, but I, I can't see. Yes, I will celebrate with our officers. But I am not going to celebrate with the likes of D.A. Gascon. I am not going to celebrate with those who want to defund the police. I am not going to celebrate with them. To all the police officers out there, to all the sheriff deputies out there, thank you for your service. I mean that with every fiber of my being. Thank you for what you've been doing. Thank you for putting your life on the line. Thank you for standing between my family and the criminals to the best of your ability. To those who want to defund the police, shame on you, you ungodly, wicked idiots. I am sick and tired of your foolishness, especially in my city. We're not going to put up with it. I'm not going to put up with it. So I just want it to go on record, and I want you guys to know, when I'm in the Lancaster City Council, I'm coming after you, and I will not allow that defund the police nonsense and foolishness to stand in Lancaster. I will do everything in my power to shoot that down, knock it down, and erase it. You're not happy with some things that are happening? Okay, come up with a better plan than defund the police. Come up with a real plan. Come up with a better plan. Stop the foolishness. Start using the brain that God gave you and come up with a better plan. For the rest of us, we're going to lock arms together. We're going to stand together. We're going to lock arms with our local uh, sheriff's deputies We're going to lock arms with our local police force. We're going to stand together against this criminal behavior and the criminal element in our city. We will bring crime down. We will end this criminal activity. And we will set this this city free. I had a local, actually he's a political voice. He said, "Um, you're a pastor, right? And you're running. Yeah, he goes, this city has not been pastored very well. This city has not been pastored. This is somebody, he's not a church leader. But he said, this city has not been pastored very well. And he commissioned me and asked me, he says, when you're in office, pastor this city like it should be. And it kind of shocked me because I, although I went to him to ask some advice from him, I didn't expect that advice, but I took it to heart. And I want to tell you, I want to tell you all, I will do my best to pastor this city correctly. And what a good shepherd does is it does, he does what he can do to protect the sheep from the wolves. And I'm not just going to idly stand by and let the wolves devour the sheep or the sheep devour other sheep simply because of their ignorance and then their inability to really process what's happening with a clear heart and a clear mind and a clear head. Again, thank you, everyone that puts their life on the line, all of our first responders, all of you, firefighters, I'll get it out, EMTs, police, sheriff, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate each and every one of us, or all of you. I appreciate each and every one of you. But on um, on this day, Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, I want to say a big, huge, special thank you to our local Lancaster Sheriff's Department and the Palmdale Sheriff's Department and the Lancaster Police Force. Thank you for all that you do. I truly appreciate you. God bless you. When it's time to vote... It's time to fill out your ballot. Don't forget this name, Robert Enos. Change is here.